Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, we got a little trouble in the studio. Listen, ma'am. <laughs> I'm just a party planner. Who the fuck <laughs> is just in time? How are you doing? What are you, are you doing? doing, baby? I'm doing good. Fresh Dude. off a four-hour drive. I, was, I know. I feel so bad. Like, he literally drove here from Memphis. From You were recording an album with... Yeah, Pat or Lil White. Lil White, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, super, super cool. OGP. He's pretty legendary, so it's a... Pretty humbling experience. Yeah. Can you talk more about it? Or is it yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. What are you guys doing? Uh, um, about an eight song album. Yeah. And uh, we we linked up at the rave, the Redneck Rave. Mm-hmm. And we were on shrooms at the time. So I didn't think it was really going <laughs> to like, it was a thing. I thought yeah. it was just a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he hit me up a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, man, I was, I was fucking serious about fucking doing the album. Yeah. So now we're, we're here. He came to Indianapolis and then I came up to Memphis and... We got about one more session and we'll be good. What a sweet soul he is, though. Yes, I love why. Yes. And he can party about as hard as I can. Dude, he's a fucking rock star. Yeah. Like, I thought my husband could party. White out parties us all. So if you party more than white, yeah. this is fucking insane. Yeah, o- old Pat was done at about, what, 1130 last night. So it was, <laughs> he was slumped in the car. Not to call you out, but yeah, that was pretty fun. Well, let's dive into it. So you're known for your party planning for the Redneck Rave. Yes, ma'am. How did you get into party planning? Um, man, do I like a short story? No, or? I mean, we're here. Um, I would say I was a, I was a musician at first. Like I was trying to be a rapper. Oh, okay. Much. So you were a musician before you ever did yes. party planning. Yes, I, yes, I did absolutely. not know that. Okay. And, uh, I sort of learned really fast. Like if I want to open up doors, then I should do my own events. Yeah. And then that way I don't have to worry about, you know, like trying to track down places to you know get booked and stuff so yeah that's just, smart yeah so rather than just go and be an artist i was like to control the whole the whole damn thing so yeah we started uh, in a cornfield i had no idea what the hell a mud bog was at all when was the first one uh about six years ago okay yeah so we've been doing this since like 2015 yeah yeah so yeah i had no idea what uh, a mud bog was or anything and i had a buddy and he was just like hey man you should you know throw this, you know, kind of fucking redneck shindig. And I just did it my own way. 
And fucking, we did the first one, and like a thousand people showed up. We did That's it again. awesome for a first party, guys. Yes, yes, That's yes. Like, I'm from Vegas, so I'm from where like the original raves fucking came from. So for yeah. a thousand people to show up to your first one, first that's one huge. ever, and it was it was per carload. Like so, I was I charged like ten bucks for a carload, mm-hmm. and like the Amish people were coming, like. <sighs> 30 deep in a fucking <laughs> minivan and like just piling do in. Do Amish so, people get lit? Yeah, it was like Rumspringer or whatever that shit's <laughs> oh called. So it was like, God. Yeah, they were, they, them motherfuckers know how to party. You that is party hilarious. Party with the Amish. So the Amish sort of actually, now I think about it, sort of broke my charity as far as like just letting loose and just fucking being belligerent, but like a controlled chaos, so to speak. I love that. That's fucking awesome. And so you just were like, you know what? I had I was such a success the first time. I'm just gonna fucking keep doing yeah, them. I was I was fucking working at Arby's. Oh. And like cutting grass at this time. Yeah. So it was like when I just had a thousand people show up to a party, I was like pretty much like, yeah, fuck well, you, Arby's, and yeah, fuck cutting grass and all this. I'm gonna keep doing it. So I did like another one, and like two weeks later, and like three thousand people showed up. It just kept fucking just, snowballing. It just kept going and going. And then we started adding like fucking like acts and artists and shit like that. So yeah. like it catapulted it even more. I love that for you guys. Um, so where did you grow up? Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana and uh, North That's Carolina. That's where well. my family is from. My mom's side of the family is from Kokomo and Fort Wayne. Yep, Fort Wayne. Good old yeah. Parkview Memorial Hospital. That's where yeah. I don't know much about that side of my family except for they are fucking white trash hillbillies. Yeah. And I love it. They probably drink moonshine too. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, yeah Guaranteed for sure. It. So you grew up in Indiana. What mm. did before? Were you always into music, or um, how did you get involved in music? How was your childhood? Let's talk about uh, that. Childhood. Um, well, my dad was a Marine, mm-hmm. so I mean, he we, we pretty much lived in a couple different places and stuff. But it was a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am kind of thing. So that's why super strict. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't say super strict. It was just like it was a military. Mm. You know, what I mean, but it turned out, you know, I was kind of like an unruly ass kid and shit. Yeah. So kind of, you know. But we moved around a bunch. We went to, we lived in Florida too, so that was pretty cool to live there. And uh, yeah, I started making music literally the day that Michael Jackson died. Oh, it's crazy to, yeah. to like say that, but like if I go on like a timestamp, it was that's. So that was like what August? Uh, Did he die I, in I August? I have the exact date. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to look because yeah, I remember I was in beauty school when yeah. uh, he died. Yeah, that's when I made I made the first song in the uh, in the closet. With a, like a microphone hanging off yeah. the coat, like a hanger and shit. Like it was pretty, it was pretty ratchet. But. So you were just like from the gate, I want to be a rapper. Yeah, pretty Wh- much. Who like inspired you to want to do music? Does anybody in your family I'm, do music? To be honest, I, I heard I heard the uh, the Fifty Cent album, the Get Rich or Die Trying, mm-hmm. and I felt like that's like just one of the coolest albums ever. So it's was, actually a really good album. It really is. He like, doesn't get enough finish, credit. You can play it. Oh without. yeah, that was my anthem in high school. I just showed how old I was, but yeah, seriously, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, no, seriously, Fifty was a force to be reckoned with back in the day and he doesn't get enough credit because he's such a fucking troll now yeah yeah well i mean i know a little bit about the trolling aspect yeah we're gonna talk about that (laughs) (laughs) let's get past the childhood first and then we'll get into the trolling so yeah i would just say yeah military background family and stuff like that moved around um i would say like my parents they always i mean we weren't like the richest people in the world but we weren't the poorest yeah we always had a roof over our head some christmases would be bigger than others some would be small but like I, my parents, they always tried and they always try to like provide like, that's who I kind of like model as far as when I look at my kids and stuff, I want to try to like be like them just that, all the, 
like fucking sacrifices and shit they made. Yeah, so. that was my next question. So you do have a good relationship with your parents? Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. That's yeah. amazing. And then my mom, she don't like the cussing and stuff, like and none of it. But you know, she she deals with it. I bet they they're act- proud of you now, though. They're like, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. They uh they worked the the front gate when I first started the Redneck Raiders. Like I had Aww. my family out there. It was me, my mom, my dad, and my sister, and and then Kimmy came like. I love Kimmy. Yes, yes, yes. She's, she's so cool. Uh, we'll get into her in yeah, a little bit, she, too. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole segment right there. Yeah, she's... for sure. Um, okay, so you got in the booth. You recorded your first song. What was it called? Get Up Off My D. Were you always... <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> so cheap. I want to hear it. That would actually probably... That would probably be a bop now. I, it, it actually... like I'll bop. listen to it every now and then to see like the, the fucking transition of where it came from. And it kind of does. But then it's kind of like, oh, man, what the hell was I thinking? Like, I think all... Had artists- a dance and everything with it. And it was kind of... Can we see it? No, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> he said, no, ma'am. Yeah, no, ma'am. We can't do that. Oh, no. I did. <laughs> that like would a, be awesome. <laughs> it was like a slick back your Dougie and then like do a little... Yeah, it was just... It was, it was fun, though. Like, I had a great time doing it. So. I love that. So you got in the booth, you recorded the song, and you were just like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, from I, there, what happened after you recorded that your big smash hit, Get Up Off My D? I learned I learned real quick that uh, it sounded like shit. <laughs> so like, Yeah, but I, anything that makes bitches shake their ass and talks about dicks, I feel like does good. Yeah, but it was like, it just wasn't, it didn't sound good. Oh, okay. And, like, and I try to force it on my friends, like, listen to this shit, listen to this shit. And they're just like, yeah, it's good, but you can tell in the like soul yeah it was just fucking garbage yeah they were just trying to be nice so i like uh i pawned my tv and i got like a real studio session Mm -hmm. and then i did it the right way and i did a song it was called my city is the greatest and then it kind of like that's what like fucking catapulted i was like all right i'm gonna you know start promoting it and like fucking learn facebook and all this other shit and yeah yeah, i study a lot of shit like i I study everybody who's doing i study how you do it how you move you're always putting out content i study all the artists i study everything but that's how you learn that's smart yeah Yeah, when's your birthday january 9th okay i'm a i'm january 22nd it's just us it's in us to study and um you know assassinate (laughs) i guess you could say like we zone in and we're like okay they're doing this i can do it better absolutely so yeah no i'm totally the same way work ethic is impeccable um okay so after you recorded your city song did you drop an album or were you just dropping singles no i just did that one single and i did that single for literally like i just rode that wave for like three years on this one song wow and i was doing it like we were doing little little kids birthday parties and like it was did you like, perform get up off my d at no the no kids no birthday i only parties. had the one song okay because like, gotcha. we, we, we scratched the get up off my okay, d gotcha. song we, did, we completely scratched that and then yeah and then we did the my city is the greatest song and we rode that wave uh me and my boy russell anyway, we just we did we did we go to school so were you guys a, a duo or no, a group he was like he, he was like the hype man okay gotcha yeah so like best friend childhood best friend and like I kind of emulated a lot that he did because he was like hyping the crowd. He would always be in the, yeah. you know, all this shit. It's very important to have a hype man. Yes, People, hype men are underestimated. Yeah, when you jump around and drink on the stage the mm-hmm. entire time, you can't you you can't hit everywhere. It's just fucking. Yeah, for so. sure. Did you ever go through a phase where you had fucking corn rolls? No. Okay. No, I did. <laughs> I bust I, I did my not, husband's I, I ass. Struggles. Struggle got the corn rolls. I, I know he looks. So back. did Daddy. So yeah. did my husband. Yeah, I, I know they look back like, oh man. It was no, so- you know what? It's, Jay embraces it. But what did you think? What was your initial reaction to the corn rolls? I would have never dated him. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, bro, no. Like, never do that again, buddy. Uh, so, I, I love... We stan a king who BYOBs. What is this right here? What are you drinking? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan's tequila. 
Michael, like the like fucking the Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's got a, his own uh, tequila, and it's just it's so fire. That is Would awesome. You like to try no, I'm sober. Would you like one? No, nope, no one's drinking. <laughs> no, right. go ahead. No, I love it. Feel like it. an alcoholic even more. No, man. I love. Are you kidding me? Do you know who I'm married to? Like, like please. He he drinks on a, any day that ends in Y. Yes. Um. All right. So you guys, when did you start performing shows? And like, you know, when did you start like really feeling like your music career was getting the recognition that it deserved? I I can't really. The the music really didn't happen until. I brought the Redneck Raves into play. Gotcha. Okay. So it was like, I was just kind of like, you know, your normal, just trying to, you know, do music. Mm -hmm. All my friends are doing it. It yeah. was just kind of a, let's do it for fun. But I took it a little bit more serious than others. Right. And then it was just like, I would try and try and try. And you know how, like, you yeah. just. But you, how cool that your business mind was so fucking smart that you were like, you know what? to boost my my fucking music career i'm mm. gonna start throwing these fucking raves yeah. so what goes on at these raves well i mean according <laughs> to fucking cnn it's fucking throat slashing oh fucking my god impalements and the impalement did happen but like everything else what they happened said was like a, a dude fucking was in a trail and a big ass log shot up through another side by side and like went like right here oh did he live yes he did live. thank yeah, goodness he did. i mean he lost he lost like a small intestine a kidney a liver he had i mean it shit was, balls he had a good time yeah he came he, back he, he went was, home he was right back at the next one when we <laughs> he did went home with a shit ton of memories and fucking yeah, yeah stories yeah. To tell. But no I, I would say to be honest with you it really is like just a bunch of like good fucking people that get just together having a good time and they can let loose they can be themselves nobody cares like what your fucking political views are yeah your, your backgrounds i'm so tired of that. that shit yeah it's not like i feel like a lot of people they hear the name redneck and rave and they may uh, like think something instantly it. Mm -hmm. but it's like i tell everybody man just just go to it one time and you, you'll be able to see like it's like a family for just real. come have fun yeah, yeah yeah that's what it's about i think everybody in this generation is forgetting to fucking have fun yeah like well, i feel I mean, like we partied like, so much how old are you i'm 33 okay yeah so i feel we partied our generation like partied and yeah. i feel like kids nowadays like are so worried about their fucking mental health which is awesome and cool but it's like they they're forgetting to have fun and yeah. i think that the redneck rave and stuff like that brings you know kids and the younger generation can see how the older generation is partying and everybody gets together and just has a fucking blast yeah i think everybody gets too butthurt easy like, right like, oh like yeah everybody's, everybody's fucking offended like it's i get so much shit online it's insane and i'm just like and sometimes i'll talk shit back to the people and they're like well i just wanted to know you to notice me yeah, and it's some, like this some this days you just wake up and choose fucking violence that's I what i do i'll be like oh. no i'm very violent so i love to choose violence <laughs> i choose violence daily they have to talk me down all the time because yeah. i always want to fucking call people out so besides the redneck rave you you know okay so when did you start making like you have a track with up church mm -hmm. you have a track don't you and do you and jay have a track yet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so what, I, what I did was is i used the rave to build relationships or you know be able to get the opportunity to be like hey let's do a song since right. you since you played the event mm -hmm. so one thing that i think is really cool is like every single person that's played the redneck grave i have a song with yeah so and and has I, daddy played the redneck grave yet? yeah yeah uh, did he? yeah okay. yeah he did 100 percent. they did it on the on the wayland and willing tour and that was before oh yeah i might i might have sat that one out yeah yeah i don't, I don't think you were there yeah I don't think you that one. and um i had no idea who uh jelly and struggle was oh wow like so somebody was just like hey you should book these guys i think mm -hmm. um, i think chad uh what's his name chad shepherd actually was like mm -hmm. hey you should you should book these guys and then so i did it 
and I was like, I thought they fucking killed it. And I like became mm-hmm. a fan right then watching it. And I was like, man, this is like a cool ass job because like I just get to sit there yeah, and study and study. Yeah. And like it's good when people make good music. Like there's yeah. a lot of people in country rap that I feel like. <sighs> yeah, it's a really hard genre. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I'm from the West Coast. I never knew what a fucking country rap artist was until yeah. I moved here. You know, I mean, when I got with my husband, but even then, I just I'm still learning like yeah. who all of you guys are, and it's it's really cool. You guys yeah. kind of like are outlaws that are doing your own thing, which I think is awesome because all these fucking mumble rappers that are fucking going on right now, like I feel like you guys rap and sing about really dope shit mm-hmm. and you, you guys ha- it has well, it's like, like we li- culture like, it's like the shit that you live or like yeah. you go out and do and i feel like a lot of people can relate because they're out there mudding yeah out there fucking raising hell and doing all that shit and i mean but don't get me wrong i listen to the other mumble rap shit like i'll go in the cornfield and when you're in when you're at the rave you hear nothing but rap rap like yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. little boosie's playing fucking kevin yeah. gates i mean we love boosie we love kevin they're yeah. like gangsters i'm talking about like these fucking mumble oh, like, rap like the little zans and shit or yeah, yeah like yeah. everybody's like into that shit and i'm just like how can you guys listen to this but like i love that you guys are like you know blazing trails for this side of the world and mm-hmm. like actually getting like recognition like yeah. up church you daddy like everybody you guys yeah. are just like really making a name for yourselves well, i think what it is is like it's all relate it's it's relatable and people that gravitate towards like shit like that just makes them feel a certain emotion yeah and i think that's where it really comes from as far as like the ryans and the and the jellies and the calhouns and all those guys they oh, just we love they Adam. put out content 24 yeah. 7 but it's good content and people it's it's like emotional and shit like that they can relate to totally Let's talk about Kimmy. When did Kimmy come into your life? Kimmy. Okay. So <laughs> She's hot, by yeah, the way, guys. You. If you guys don't know who his other half is, you yes. guys got to look her up. Yes, she the is one a babe. Keeps me sane, so to speak. Yeah. But no, she came in. I was living in a fucking Harry Potter closet, one bedroom apartment. <laughs> and like, she swerved me for like two months. I was what that annoying guy in the inbox, like every day, like, hello, good morning. Oh, you yeah. slide in the DMs. Yes, I slid in the DMs first, and <laughs> she rejected it over and over and over. And Aww. finally, she, you know, she she came over, and she never left. Actually, Aww. that first time that she came over, you know, she stayed the night, and then the next day she bought an air conditioner, like a window unit for me, because at the time I was broke, broke. And she bought a window unit for me, and then she was like, "Well, if I leave, I'm taking my window unit with me." So <laughs> she fucking stayed, and she's never left. And when yeah. was this? How long ago was that? Oh, that was in 2015. It was wow, like when the yeah, race yeah. first started. So you guys got together when Jay and I got together. Yeah. 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 Same time. Long, yeah. I, isn't it crazy how just having a good woman can help set the tone for everything else that I happens? I think it's the trust thing. Yeah. I think it's being able to actually like trust somebody and you know that they always are going to have your, your best interests at heart. So That and they also make you feel good because they believe in you. Yeah. You know? They push you and yeah. yeah. Uh, there's been times I definitely wanted to be like, fuck this. And she would be like, what the hell are you doing? Get your shit together. And fucking ship up and shape out. So have you guys always been on a smooth ride or a couple yeah, bumps yeah. in the road? Yeah, I mean, we've, not, we've never really, I mean, we're, it's a couple, so you're going to have yeah. your little fucking fights every now and then. But, you know, I don't like to go to bed mad at somebody, so mm-hmm. I, we try to nip it in the butt before we go to sleep and then, you know, then fucking keep it moving. Now you guys have a beautiful baby Oh, yes, Miss Bella Rose. Yes. Well, she was just born, right? Yeah, she's, she's uh, six and a half months right now. Oh, what's yes. it like being a daddy? It's That's the one thing I always wanted. Was yeah. A, was, a, was a daughter. So oh, it was like... Wow, that's usually the opposite. Usually guys want do, uh, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always wanted a daughter. And then, like, I had my oldest son and 
back oh, then, you, I you wasn't have... too, like, fucking financially stable. Mm-hmm. So we slept on couches and shit together. So now Aww. I feel like having my daughter is, like, another chance. It's a blessing. Yeah, to, to yeah. go ahead and, you know, right my wrongs, so to speak, and just spoil the shit out of her. Like, that's all my Instagram is now is just pictures mm-hmm. of her. I don't really. I love how you dressed up as the Beast. Yes, yes. Like, Beauty how cute was that? I was like, dude, that is so fucking adorable. Yeah, and she's going to look back on that and have those memories for the rest of her life. We're going to we're gonna do them all. Like, like we're going to do, like, The Grinch with yeah. uh, fucking Cindy Lou Who. So Aww. every, like, Disney or, or movie we want to do where there's, a like, a beastly thing and then a princess kind of thing. Every girl's relationships will always be based on her love for her daddy so you're setting the tone for her to know her worth and to know what to expect out of a man so that's really cool that you're doing that especially somebody as wild as you you're like a um Kind of like a little Hellraiser. Yes. What yes. Is, what's up I, with I that, bro? I get drinking and shit happens, and then I don't know what the fuck to do, and I just. I was a little nervous to have you on. Not gonna you, lie. I was fucking hungover. <laughs> I was hungover, and I'm not gonna lie. That was the reason why we were five minutes uh, late too, because we sped and then we made it, and then we were able to get a bottle. So yeah. Like kind of. I was like, all right. So I ain't been drinking for a couple hours, so you're good to go. But. No, good. So what what is all this trolling about? On do you consider it trolling? What do you consider? on your end so i'm not gonna say no names i promised myself i wouldn't say no <laughs> none of y'all are fucking getting no tokens off yeah me. nobody gets free clout on yeah, the dumb blonde no fucking cloud tokens but um man to, to be honest i'd never like go out of my way to is it people just picking fights with you and you finishing them and then i fucking go at them and then they play that fucking victim role right and then, and then it makes me look like the fucking bad guy but this guy They'll fucking make diss tracks. They'll talk about your fucking old ladies and fucking all this shit. And then you're supposed to be like, no, I'm just going to, no, fuck that. So you never start it, but you finish it. Facts. Uh, There's there's not been one situation like ever because I just don't like hate on people. It's just not in me. I like to see motherfuckers win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of these motherfuckers, they just get a little like, I don't know, fucking jealous of shit. And it's just like, bro, you got the fucking same opportunities. You just got to fucking go out and get them. Isn't it crazy how talking shit, even if we're just, even if we're speaking facts, seems to fucking just make the world go round? Like my most fucking popular posts are me talking shit back to people. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy, right? I mean, but it's, it's it's I mean, sadly, drama does sell. Yeah. So you gotta see, you gotta get fucking, you gotta look at it like that. Like motherfuckers ain't gonna, they'll they won't like something that's super positive. Right. But if it's a fucking post where you're clowning somebody or doing something, right. fucking hit the like, drop a comment, share the shit, fucking yeah. tell their friends about it. Friends are fucking doing it. It just, it's weird, but I mean, it's part of the game. Fuck it. I've seen you drop like a couple songs too after some shit has hit Country the fan. Country Rap Facts. So that, <laughs> yes. that was, I was fucking actually making a fucking EDM song. Like I was like fucking singing and auto-tune right before we did this song. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this shit because um, uh, I almost named them. Yeah. But the guy with the eyebrow ring, he fucking sit there and he just, he'll keep picking and picking and picking. I'm just going to let you guys know, I don't know who the guy with the eyebrow See, ring is. It's, so. a, it's a subliminal shot. It's, yeah, okay. it's definitely a subliminal <laughs> shot. But like, um, he, he just fucking kept going. So I was like, fuck this fucking EDM song. And we made it like in the basement of my house at the like the little bar I had. And we just fucking did it. Yeah. And I just fucking, everything I wanted to say, every person that's ever said anything bad about, except Luke Bryan, I was fucking drunk. I didn't even mean to say his name in it. Aww. And I didn't realize what I did until after I got it back from Adam. And I was like, what the fuck did Luke Combs do to me? Like, or not Luke Combs, Luke Bryan. <laughs> Luke I was like, Bryan. what the fuck did Luke Bryan do to me? I was like, what did it. you say about Luke Bryan? I just said he never kicked up dust. 
Oh. Like so. It was and did like, somebody get offended? No, it was just it, it shouldn't even have been in the song to right. be honest with you. But right. fucking yeah, totally totally wrong name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we just fucking, we sent it and let it go. But them them guys, man, they play the fucking that victim shit, bro. It's just yeah. the victim role. Well, that and I feel like people try to bully people and they don't expect you to bite back. So when you do bite back, they're like. <gasps> How dare he, you know, because that's how it is with me. Like if a bitch tries me and I say something back to them, they're just like, oh, my God, Bunny's a fucking bitch. But then sometimes they just want your fucking attention. Right. Yeah. Well, they do it. They'll be like, oh, fuck. Huge fan. Fucking big fan. Love you, Bunny. You're fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've had so many people do that. So did you you guys had a redneck rave this this year already, didn't you? No. uh, Our first one's in March. Oh, wait. I keep thinking it's fucking 2021 still. (laughs) Sorry. When is redneck rave for 2022? Oh, uh, we have one in March and then we have one in June. So March, we're in South Carolina for the first time ever. So that's going to be a badass time. And then fucking, we're back in Blue Holler off road during the summer. Do you, uh, do you know who's performing yet? Or you're not announcing? I'm not. So I got this new fucking thing. Yeah. And it worked last year. Fucking amazing. I saw that. So I'm just gonna never announce the lineup. That's crazy. So, so people will just they, buy tickets blindly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're buying it for the good time. Right. So the concert is really just a bonus at the end of the day. Right. And once I realized that, like, we built the name to what it is to where we don't, you know what I mean? We don't mm-hmm. have to really, I wouldn't say we don't need a headliner, so to speak, to sell tickets. Now right. the, the brand itself is selling its own tickets. Right. So by having people fucking have no idea, it stops all of the... Well, fucking, you know, is fucking church going to be there? Is fucking, you know, Jelly Roll going to be there? It's just like, I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? You just let them fucking figure it out. So, like, when we brought out Afro Man. Yeah, that's crazy. No, it was fucking, you thought (laughs) Elvis fucking Presley just fucking hit the redneck race. Well, because nobody's seen him in so long. So, for him to just pop up, I mean, that, how did you even fucking. He had a camo fucking suit on and shit. It was pretty, pretty How did you even get him there? He was just like, I'm all for it. Smoking weed. And fucking, we were just sitting there getting high and fucking Colt 45 came on. And then we were just like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if fucking Afro Man just came to the rave? (laughs) <laughs> and then literally I got a fucking I called my guy I was like hey what's his booking info and we booked him in like two hours of being high wow like, yeah so it was like fucking he showed up that's all the only thing that matters what are your expectations for the redneck rave like where do you want to see this go to because I know you just started it out just thinking you know it was going to yeah, be like a party, party thing a but this shit could actually go to like iconic levels i mean I it's was, already iconic if you think about it because nobody's doing it yeah. so it's like where do you want this to go uh like fucking like some acdc kid rock kind of like acts that come unannounced have you ever tried to bring it to vegas no never never tried because what it's the the name it's a gift and a curse mm-hmm. so when people hear the redneck rave like i've inquired about a lot of like really good parks and all this, they just won't fuck with it because now when you Google, it's like fucking the wildest party in the world. And all That's this. why I feel like Vegas would eat it up yeah, because yeah. we have like... Uh, well, but is there any off-roading parks or anything like that in Vegas? Um, there is Sam Boyd Stadium. I'm not sure if it's still around because I haven't been out there in six years, but there is Sam Boyd Stadium. But we used to host, um, not we, a bunch of my friends used to host um, the Pimp and Ho party out there, the Pimp and Ho Ball. Mm-hmm. Like they love Never shit like that. Oh man, <laughs> but it's not it's not around anymore, but they love shit like that. So I could really see you like expanding out to like Vegas and they would embrace it. I don't know. Um And you got and it's, it's in Vegas it's more like dust and like sand kind of. Don't they have like Yeah, you sand? could literally pull up in a fucking desert and yeah. fucking just throw the party desert, there, desert, dude. Right, dude, they love to rave out there. That's like Cali and fucking Vegas is like where people fucking started raving. Yeah. They have uh EDC. Is that what it's called, Mimi? I'm asking you. 
It's EDC. EDC. See, that's no, that's the type of shit that that's when you ask what level do you want to be right like the fucking edc you and could, the coach of the redneck yeah, world so exactly I, that's what i kind of like because when i was doing the not to backtrack but like before i started doing the raves i had a buddy named jake slater and he did those big edm festivals yeah and he would let me host them mm-hmm. so I, I i learned how to MC, and then that's where i got the fucking whole name of the rave yeah for the redneck so i didn't want to leave that out but. there's a lot of fucking rednecks that are in there's, on the west coast every fucking yeah rednecks. Like I never, I didn't realize until I got with my husband how many fucking rednecks are on the West Coast. Yes, yes. I have so many friends that are like, "I love your husband, I love your husband," and I'm like, "How the fuck? When? Like, how would you have even heard of him?" But it, there are. So I mean, I don't know. It's just they're, an idea to branch out there. Like, you'll go places and you would never. You'll see a fucking a rebel flag just in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and you're just like, "No fucking way!" Like, yeah. Like, like this is not even close to the south. I think it should be something that that should be on your radar, though, just to keep expanding the brand or whatever, yeah, you know. One hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent gonna look into it because that's that is actually. I never even thought about going to Vegas because you I'm should. Like, I'd probably lose the whole bag from the rave soon. Go <laughs> just going gamble, yeah. Fucking broke, man. Yeah. Fucking lost, babe. So. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So the album with Little White. What else musically are you going to be doing this year? Um. So I got like a I got a song that I'm about to do. Like it drops January 9th with Jesse Howard. Okay. And um. Then we got the Me and Little White album, and then we have Me and Big Murph. That's like that's my right hand guy. So yeah. My fucking best friend. I'm gonna go on record and say he's just fucking super talented. He's, he's a beast, man. And um, then just some some singles and stuff like that. And yeah. Whatever whatever transpires, I guess. I'm really focused. On the rave this year, though. So yeah, that's just kind of like growing that brand and stuff, and being oh. a daddy. Yes, yes. I'm gone from the house for like the next 14 days or 11 days or something like that, and the whole time I'm just like, I just want to get back home to my. my I literally, that's the only thing I do. Like, I get up and I just I stare at her. That's just <laughs> weird, kind of just fucking just look at her and then make faces and Aww. that's the funny thing about like even people like calhoun mm-hmm. like everybody they'd be the biggest baddest motherfuckers mm-hmm. man but you put a little baby girl in front of them they fucking start talking gibberish oh and yeah they fucking instantly just fucking crumble so i told adam was so worried because it was before margie had given birth and he was like i don't know what to do and i was just like dude she's your piece she's what you're looking for right now in your life i was like as soon as that baby comes out you're gonna know exactly what to do and he would he did it. He, you guys are crushing it as no, far Adam, as like Adam's, the dads Adam's go. Adam's a really a cool guy. That's like, if I have to say somebody in this industry, I would like fucking that. that Authentic. I know has my back. No, like just like I, we have just a great bond, a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Like that's who I call when I want advice. Because it's like when you're the one always giving the advice, who do you go to for advice? Oh, yeah, for sure. And do you feel the, like you have a lot of friends in this industry? Um, I would say, to be honest, I've learned I try not to get too close to 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 artists anymore yeah because i've sat there and i've i've met a lot of these artists and like once i meet them it's kind of like like man that's it I, yeah it, it loses the the fucking the flair the veil of yeah, like you know what I mean? of like, like the hot yeah yeah so it's like i try to like i always pay my respects and you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's just i don't try to be best friends like everybody else like i don't want to yeah. have a fake friendship just because we're you know of doing the people's same thing names or something like that yeah i'd yeah. rather just we see each other dap each other up you know fucking i really don't have a lot of animosity with anybody that's doing actually something all the <laughs> <Right>. fucking trolling <laughs> and all the people they're like i call them like the fucking the island of misfit rappers oh like the fucking the rudolph the red nose reindeer thing you know how they had the island yeah and they're just fucking stuck over there and they all did it to themselves, and then they just fucking they point the blame at everybody 
instead of looking in the fucking mirror. I feel like this industry is so full of snakes. Yes. Like just in the past six years of being with Jay and just seeing all the shit that he's gone through with people, like it's really hard to trust people in this industry. You yeah. never know who has your best interest. Yeah. Well, everybody you know? has like a motive or, yeah. or something that they're fucking, they're playing a card behind the scenes and it's never, I mean, I wouldn't say never because there is some real people, but you know, yeah. for the most time, like you said, it's fucking snakes. You just got to always watch your back. Who's been your favorite person to work with? Oh man, um, I have to I have to go with um, Calhoun, man. Yeah, like that's literally my daughter's godfather. Aww. So, it's like, so you guys are like tight, tight. Yes, yes. Like that's 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 my guy. So Calhoun, man, he's always kept his word. Yeah, he's fucking when he says he's gonna deliver, fucking delivers. He's he's that's the guy. When man. are you guys gonna do something? Oh, we got plenty of songs. Yeah. So like, I get like one Calhoun feature a year. Oh, I make, okay. I make fun of it the whole time because I'm like, <laughs> I get one fucking Calhoun song a year, which is cool. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. But um, now we we uh, he'll be on the White Album. He's gonna do a feature up there for us. So awesome. We got a future. He was on Country Rap Facts. He really didn't talk no shit, which I was surprised. Yeah. Because I know when I sent it to him, I was like, oh, I know he's gonna fucking because that's like, we got the same kind of mentality. And yeah. he didn't fucking say nobody's names. So I was like, oh my God. You fucking, oh. I feel like if you did a country rap facts part two, yeah. that he would have something to talk about. Because that shit that happened when he was here in Nashville. <sighs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. That I'll talk shit about because that whole situation was just fucking bullshit. Man, I fucking, I, I don't even want to fucking. Yeah. I was like, because when I heard about I'm it. I'm baiting you. I'm baiting yeah, you. <laughs> it was like when I heard it, like when I fucking heard about like how it was going down and shit. Like I was just like why because I, yeah. I understood it like he was trying to be like yo I'm trying to fucking bring everybody together fucking do this album and I was just like bro but not that person like I understand right. like people are cool with him and shit like that but right. I've, I've literally like just never really heard anything good about this individual right me either so why are you going to but hey that's it's his fucking yeah. life his career so I is. feel yeah so I feel like if you did do a country rap facts part two he would probably have some more shit yeah, to talk yeah, if you wanted to yeah, isn't well, he only doing like two more albums or something or yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah, like but, that but, but he'll always do he'll always do features and shit man so yeah. so where do, where are you going from here did you guys just drive in for the interview no I think we're gonna go we're gonna go pull up on Chad that uh Chad Arms guy oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Chad they're actually coming on the podcast I'm really proud of them yeah they're, yeah they're he's, crushing he's pretty it. cool I like how he just he just vibes out and chills yeah and yeah. Fucking, like those are my kind of people no like, they're hard workers yeah. i love their podcast that they have going on too they're just like doing the whole you know circuit of guys and stuff like that yeah, so i think it, it's brings, awesome. it brings light on everybody i feel like that's the main fucking if you just put something focus on that shit it'll be good man yeah well why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online like all your socials and stuff you like can that find me um on the internet trolling somebody <laughs> um no nah, i'm just uh fucking <laughs> redneckrave.com yes you can just go there um, who the fuck is just in time is on all the socials and stuff. So usually you just got to put in like who TF, but it's fucking, I'm, you're not going to see nothing but me posting pictures of my daughter. Anyway, so, yeah, there's that and drinking and just like living that. life, having yeah. fun. I'm excited to see where 2022 takes you yeah. because I, you I know, know, I know you're going to kill it though. You like work said, hard, man. I fucking, I watch, I watch you. I study you. I think it's, I think it's cool what you do and you Thank put out a lot you. of content. I appreciate and that. You fucking, it's a one content. Like, it's not just some boo-boo shit, so. I appreciate I that so much. Everybody that's watching, just fucking invest <laughs> in your fucking, you all the cameras and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's, invest in your brand. Yeah. That's what I try to teach everybody. But I'm really excited to see what 2022 holds for you because I've been watching you for the past few years, too, and just watching your whole brand grow. And I think it's really awesome. And your work ethic is amazing. And just your, 
I'm excited to see where the fuck red redneck rave goes Thank because you. I really think you're on to something here. Thank I think you. that's Thank like I, I fucking I hope, man. It's it's like being <laughs> you invest. But oh, I do want to say one thing though. Like everybody only sees the winning part now. Yeah. They didn't see the four years where I would take L after L after L after L, and they didn't see like me having to sell shit and pawn shit and do all this because I never not paid an artist. So like the jewel that I would I would say like always honor anything you say whether it's in a contract or a verbal commitment yeah these artists they're going to remember that mm-hmm. and like me being a promoter and an artist i see both lanes that's got to be so hard to being a promoter i see all the the shit that the promoters have to go through just booking things oh and like well, see i learned early i was like <laughs> hey i'm just going to give you this fucking bag i'm not doing no hotels i'm yeah. not doing no damn riders yeah. like here, i'll pay whatever i have to pay extra but just like pull up so that's the good thing also about the rave yeah it's like the artists don't just stay in the tour buses or stay in a fucking a green room. They're right. Like, they go out there, they mud with everybody, and they do shit like that. So I feel like that's another thing that the rave does different. Is like I won't book anybody if they're just gonna like yeah. hide from the crowd the whole time. Like, yeah. You have to go out there, and you have to fucking you know shake shake hands, hands and kiss babies. Yeah. The people that are like, hey, they're buying your music, man. So it's like you gotta fucking show love to them no i love that so your advice for anybody who's trying to come up is just always honor your word always honor your word 100 percent. like no matter what you do and invest in all your all your shit like that's around own your own shit that's like one of the things that if i try own your masters yeah yeah that too i feel like like there's a few of y'all i'm trying to be nice but a few of y'all don't own your masters we're gonna let you talk shit on chad's podcast (laughs) (laughs) chad i'm sending them over to you buddy oh well justin thank you so much for being here babe i really appreciate you and you got to promise me that you're going to be a return guest and just come back like at least once a year yes ma'am and check in and tell me all your great stories and stuff like that yes ma'am i had a lot of stories but i know we can't talk shit on this one so we're gonna wait (laughs) until round two yeah we'll fucking we'll we'll slowly ease into yeah all the fucking shit because i know that's what everybody thinking right now They're yeah like, oh, fucking justice gonna talk shit but yeah nah, i'd rather just no like, i actually kind of prepped him before i was like you know what out of respect for my husband we're not gonna get deep into talking shit we're gonna test the waters first so that yeah. next time i bring you back on yeah. maybe we can just do full go ahead well that's cool uh, to be honest though <laughs> but that's good because it, none of it should focus yeah i I want people to see what i see in you you know like everybody's like you know oh justin troll whatever he's always trolling people or picking on people and it's like no i think there's like a really fucking amazing brain you know behind a brand to build a brand like you have the the background yeah exactly to build a brand like you have you're a smart motherfucker dude thank you you know and i mean i couldn't have done it without without old kimmy though so yeah i gotta give her credit where it's due yeah are you guys married yeah yeah yeah, did yep. you guys get married at like? The, did you guys do like a big wedding? No, we actually like got married at a redneck rave. Did you? So I can I can be the only one in the world to say that fucking church played at my wedding Aww. because I booked him <laughs> and then we did our wedding at the same time. So like yeah. we went on stage. It was lightning bugs and all this other shit. Aww. Like we did all of that. So it was. I love you guys. It you guys pretty, just have a cool. It was super cheesy, but it's super like romantic, I guess. I know, but that's you. That's you guys' not cheesy, but yeah. that's you guys' brand. That's your baby. Yeah. You know, she the red in her wedding dress and all. Yeah, that I love. When's so. her birthday? Don't do this to me. On oh the no! Thing. Oh my god, baby. I'm so. She already knows I'm bad at this. So like, I have to get shit tattooed on me. You put me on the spot. That'd be the one time I blush now because I know I'm about to hear it for that. Oh no, Kerry, I apologize. Her birthday's every day. There you go, baby. It's a celebration every day. It's a celebration every day. There we go. All right. We're going to end it on that before I get him in more trouble. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye.
What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya.